What? <laughs> <laughs> you have to, dude. Oh, you remember? You watched WrestleMania with us. Yeah. Oh, Nicholas. Nicholas. Oh, I didn't hear what you said. Did you know what happened the next night? No, I didn't hear what happened. So he and Braun Strowman approached Kurt Angle. And Strowman's like, so Kurt, we're just going to have to give these up. And he's like, basically like, why? What's the matter? He's like, kids got a test or something like that. Fourth grade or something. uh, Scheduling conflict. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, what, what kind of conflicts? And he's like, well... He's he's still in the fourth grade. <laughs> Do you think that that kid was pre was pre picked and everything? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he was. was yeah. He's the son of one of their longtime referees. Yeah. Oh okay. So he's in fourth grade. What that put? What's that put him at? He was eight? at ten. 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 He said he was ten years old. So yeah. eight years from now, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Braun Strowman is still wrestling. And he brings him back. Well, this is what they said because he goes, <laughs> "We're going to give these up." He goes, "But when he's old enough." Yeah. We're coming back for these titles. And he's like yelling. In a few years. He like, cuts a promo. He tries his best. You can see he wants to smile so bad. But, dude, yeah. he's like tries hard, the little kid. Come get these hands. <laughs> dude, it was great. The kid right there starting early. Starting before. Hey, you're the son of a referee. He's probably met every wrestler a hundred times. Like, he's friends with them. Yeah. He's going to grow up in the business. And if he's if he's already a tag team champion, dude, when that's was... going to motivate him to be the greatest wrestler ever. Dude, like, oh, I was the youngest that's... champion, literally. They built his history. gimmick. They already built in the gimmick that if this kid wants in, he's got a storyline ten years <laughs> early that started ten years earlier. Yep. Yeah. Dude, that's insane. Um, Even better is if the storyline is like there's some big profile match and he's the referee in like disguise, <laughs> and then he, you know what I mean. Like he throws it for Strowman, and he's like, "It's me." <laughs> That's that would be awesome. That would be awesome. It's dude. me, Nicholas. <laughs> That's his. That's he's Nicholas. Nicholas all along, it Austin. To, it has to be Nicholas. Like that's his. <laughs> it's always gonna be his ring name, Nicholas. And that's the thing. Like I remember when they put him up on the apron. I was like, dude, that's a little kid, man. Like, yeah, yeah. sure, nothing. They they can do their best not to have any action happen there. Mm-hmm. But if he's not been near a ring. He won't know not to hold on to the rope if something <laughs> happened. You know, that shit could fucking knock him back. He could get bumped oh, yeah. just from the rope. Think, I didn't think of, like, why he wasn't. But he knew how to handle himself, so mm-hmm. it makes sense because his dad I bet was, his, fa- I bet his oh, father they, was the ref. Yeah. They, oh, they, maybe. I wonder if it was that ref. Maybe his father know. was the ref or something or when he they, was there. that he guaranteed got in that ring and, and rehearsed that a hundred times. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the best, dude, when he goes in and Cesaro gives him that look, and he just gets all, like, cowards out. Yeah. I didn't know about I'm it I'm going to tell first, you, that's what I, they threw me at, where like, he was trying to tag into, and you're just like, I'm like, damn, that's kind of ballsy, because what are you going to do? If, like, this is a real kid. I'm like, yo, like. He tags him in, and his arm comes right off. He's <laughs> like, oops. Sorry, kid. <laughs> didn't know my old strength. <laughs> Let me protect you, and he just stuffs him in his beard. <laughs> Come with me if you want to leave. <laughs> oh God! What you were saying? You saw a movie? Saw a movie. Um, Speaking yeah. of seeing movies, welcome to Hardly Awesome Podcast. Back for another week. This is Chris Chavez with Anthony Mullen, and Brandon Fuller is back on the job. Mm-hmm. You slack last so, week. Yeah. You know, uh, kid, I'm kidding. I, I was listening back okay. to the the other episode. Actually, today I was listening to it. And I opened it introducing us and then saying that you were off for the night. And I mm-hmm. thought, I think from now on, when one of us is gone, we're going to do like, oh, he's off or he had to go to work and he's doing this tonight. And you just make some shit up. Well, you, were, you were off um, engineering. 
Um, what? Engineering. Yeah. Trying to sketch. See sketch, those improv skills? I can't improv. Those improv skills that you've been working. Boy, there's there's nothing more exciting than an adventure in engineering. Engineering. <laughs> can't wait to see where this goes. He was off engineering. <laughs> Genetic engineering. <laughs> was I making a bridge? <laughs> you were building with those. What were those things called? Those connects or whatever. I, oh yeah. I the, was. Uh, I, I felt you were working with plutonium. I don't know. If that's why. That's where my plutonium. brain went. You were the plutonium, plutonium engineering. I'm, I'm a plutonium engineer. Marty, we need the plutonium. What movie were you watching? Uh, Jumanji. The old one or the new one? New one. What's wrong with the old one? I believe it's pronounced. It's good. Jumanji. So. Okay, before you say anything about this, I just need two things answered because I didn't really look into it about, you know, about this movie or anything. So is this in the same world as the board game? Yes. The board game existed yeah. at some point. I, Good. Okay. Uh and then um No, actually that answered all the questions. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm interested to know why were you watching Jumanji? Um, just like I'm gonna watch. I it. Well, well because I didn't want to get invested in uh, into something too in depth, but I wanted just to have fun and watch something and relax. So I was like, "Well, I've been wanting okay. to watch Jumanji, and every time I suggest it, Amber's like, no, that looks stupid.' Was there anything in the trailer that told you that this movie was gonna be light that you couldn't invest yourself intellectually? If it seemed more like a comedy, <laughs> <laughs> it felt more like a comedy. Hmm. Hmm. The Rock. Uh, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Jack, Jack Black. Black. Who else is in it? Anybody else we know? Uh, Karen Gillian, Gillum. What's she from? Clearly, Gamora. Oh, okay. Not Gamora. Um, Nebula. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say not. I'm Gamora. just gonna keep saying, yeah, okay. <laughs> She's from Doctor. I know her from Doctor <laughs> Who. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one. <laughs> was it uh, nostalgic or was it its own thing? It was nostalgic at parts, but it was so obviously they they. they they give nods to the fact that this existed. Oh yeah, no, like okay. The board you know games. what? Listen, guys, spoilers. So if you don't want to hear anything about Jumanji, turn it off for maybe five minutes. Extent. We're not going to go hardcore in depth, but we want to be able yeah. to talk about this. So uh, turn it off. Fast forward about five ten minutes. Go. All right. So the whole the whole idea is that this board game shows up kind of like in the in the first movie how it just kind of appears and the in the a kid runs into it mm. and uh, he's just walking. Well, I can't, out of nowhere, I'm it's, just, think of, it's I, hanging I, in midair. He's like. <laughs> I didn't see you there. It's just spinning like Excuse a video me. game. <laughs> no, no the, the, um, it's a two. It's a, it's a. A kid has finds his board game, and he opens it up, and he's like, "Oh, a game, a board game." And he just seemed disinterested. Wait, so you're he, telling us now, like how yeah, this like, happens? Yeah, like oh, it's kind of like the begin, like you kind of okay. get like it's and uh, it's the it original nineties, yeah, and it's the original board game it's it's the board game yes nice. all right i don't know if it's they found it on a beach okay. so i think that's kind of where it came from that's where it left off right didn't they, they throw it in the water it shows up on a beach you know, it's i haven't seen it since but it's cool it shows up on a beach and it's kind of like how it kind of comes to possession of this kid and he goes to play it but you know it's it's old tech it's a board game he doesn't want to play the board game he wants a video game so he it uh, overnight it turns into a like almost an Atari type cartridge. Oh, it turns on its own. <laughs> yup. That's where I was kind of like, eh, eh. that part would lose me for real. It gave. I was like, all it right. Just transforms. But the kid. Into a... Well, no, no. Like, like the is kid, there oh, cool? Is there cool little music? No, like, there's like the kid wakes up in the middle of the night and, and he sees the. No, no, it's not like it transforms like that. It's so that. you don't see it. No, it just he he has like the board game, like the box where it yeah, opens. Yeah. He goes to open the box because he hears the the music. And it's just a little game cartridge in there. 
Oh, Jumanji okay. is like the cartridge. Too bad. What's the size of the cartridge? It's like this big. It plugs into like an Atari type thing. Okay. And he goes, or it takes the movie thing. Let's see. That was during the 1990s. I think it was 1997. Okay. Yeah. So it was like a Sega type, a Sega, okay. Sega cartridge. He owes a plate and then just flash. It's disappeared. And now you're 20 years later, it's 2017. And, just, you know, you get your group of kids that all get uh, sent to detention for different reasons. And while in detention, they have to clean out this one room and someone finds a video game console. Oh, so he was doing this at the school? Nope. It just shows you, boom. The school somehow acquired oh, all the shows. Oh, yeah, okay. they're all in detention. That's where I'm like, it hiccuped oh, okay. through some You bits. don't know how it got there, but at some point, it something happened for 20 years. Yeah. And there's a creepy house with this old man. The kid went to You think there's a, they're, they're going to have a movie that takes place in the in-between? No. 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 <laughs> Nobody's going to want to know how it got there, dude. I want to know that story. Well, I can tell you it changes because I'd have in the beginning of the movie, there's a house where the kid lived and in modern day, it's abandoned because of a someone going missing, an unexplained mystery. Mm-hmm. And just like the original, where I do like where it was kind of a remake in the sense of they followed the same, somewhat the same beats of kids find a game someone missing yeah, yeah. they fall into the game where the game comes out to them and, i liked the game coming to life oh the game coming bit. to life was very good but in a digital age where the video games are more in depth and you're sucked into it, it was kind of cool seeing them thrown into this world where they all found different personalities or not there's personalities but different bodies different avatars different, yeah, yeah avatars. different avatars. it was cool the story itself was cool where they had to complete through the game for the ending and it was honestly it was fast-paced but it felt like I was kind of watching where it didn't feel like a movie was written and they ch- and they put it in a video game setting. It felt like they had a somewhat video game plot and they had the actors act out parts in the game. It felt very oh, yeah. much like it felt like a game at times and it was kind of cool. And um, like there's a spot where you find out where they do have lives and the one dies and they come back to life and that kind of stuff is cool and interesting. Oh, okay. They have a set number of lives and stuff. Not lives and everything. And it comes hmm. and... Uh, it, you know the movie. The movie ends, and there's really no loose ties. And I do like it where, in the future, it's kind of like, kind of like the movie where, when they fix the game, the kid that got trapped or the kid that was lost or everything, it went mm-hmm. back to how it was supposed to, and time changed itself. Did you guys it was cool? Know it was the, fun. Did you guys know that the original mm-hmm. Jumanji was based on a children's book, a 1981 children's book? Wow, I didn't yeah, know that. No, I didn't, know, I didn't that. know that either. I feel like I've uh, heard of it, but I don't, by Chris makes, Van Osberg. Hmm. I don't know, man. There's something about the originals thing. Oh, I do. I think. I mean, I think I'd give it a shot. I would give it say a watch. give it so a shot. It was, it was funny. It w- yeah, it was funny. It was. Who was the standout? Oh, they each had their own scenes. Not just a scene. I'm talking about overall. Like who stood out as the maybe the funniest, or like that was the that was the person to watch on on the sh- on the movie. There's not one honestly because they all they all take over. Well, who's your favorite actor in general of the? Learn how to be critical. Learn how to pick. I think my favorite was. The Rock. It's like, I don't know, man. Maybe oh, The Rock. Oh, no, why twist my arm? The, the Rock, but then the girl playing, the, the girl that gets tossed in the body of Jack Black. She's supposed to be like the preppy, um, preppy like cheerleader type. Yeah. All yeah. about me, and she gets tossed in Jack Black. And she's like, and there's a scene, there's a scene that where she- That sounds nasty. She gets tossed in Jack Black. There's a scene where she has to go to the bathroom, and she's like- <laughs> oh, the, No, there is, the there, there is a scene where she has to go to the bathroom, and she's like, I've been dreading this. And she's like, how does this work? <laughs> and, oh, am I talking? I'm talking too loud. I'm sorry. I'm getting energetic. There's a scene where, like, she's going to the bathroom and she's like, how does this work? And she's like, oh, wait. 
that's kind of cool. <laughs> it, it was it's it's simple pretty humor. good. It's, it's simple humor, not investing, but it. And then what I liked is that the movie had a the movie had a conclusion, and you're like, okay, that's good. Well, one question: uh, Have you ever seen the movie Zathura? Yes. Yeah, it's supposed right. to be place like in a the same universe spiritual too? successor, if you will. It's weird because it's like, could it be the same game if it can just change? It its made form? itself uh, the space game. Yeah, just to appeal. Mm-hmm. Did you ever? To you said you saw? Yep, I saw Zathura. What'd you think? I liked Zathura. I thought it was cool. I actually enjoyed Jumanji? it. No, Robin Williams, man. <laughs> um, but if I were to make a, a new Jumanji, I think I would want to explore how it was created. Like the idea behind what made this because if it changes that that just ex- changes it because yeah. what if the box well thing is I don't think it like changed it into, I don't think it changed it changed into Zathura <laughs> because Jumanji changed but it like it was still Jumanji it was just in a different format Zathura would, mm-hmm. I would see something different hmm. but that whole I I think that's pretty cool the whole idea but then the that game, opens up the idea of that there's multiple games trying to. Uh, be real life. I'm not sure what the game's a goal is. Game? To be played. Is it alien technology? What if the game board mm. game gets a Green Lantern ring? Is oh, it God, a, here it's, we go. Fucking shit. <laughs> Dude, do you know how long we went without a Green Lantern <laughs> mention on this fucking podcast? This is good. Oh, you shit. Asshole. Was that the first one? You just blemished. You blemished Somewhere, the show. So, so ladies and gentlemen, wait, this wait, is the wait. last episode of Hardly Awesome Podcast. Reboot every Is this like companies where they have a countdown for however many days without an incident? The podcast is currently going into the Lazarus Pit. It will come out a new show on the other side. To the Lake of Reincarnation. What is Reincarnation. <laughs> I'm missing a reference here. <laughs> I'm missing this. What is this? Wonderful. From? He's, dude, it's so What is that good. from? Oh, I know that. Dude, Woken Matt Hardy is so fucking oh, that. good, bro. He's so oh, fucking God. good. He is. He's great. Um, So Jumanji, dude. Jumanji's pretty cool. Not bad, man. Yeah. I gotta be honest, dude. I don't <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was gonna bring to the table today. I know. There's a couple of things I saw, but I didn't know mm-hmm. if I wanted to talk about them. Anyway, go on. What were you gonna say? I'm sorry. No, that was... I was... I was a, oh, Brandon. Oh, I was me. just gonna... I was just gonna say, you know... I just had a feeling that it was kind of along the lines of uh, that Goosebumps movie. It was lighthearted. It was I didn't see respectful that. to the material as far as you could respect a children's book. Same with Jumanji, an old mm-hmm. 90s movie. It's a cult favorite, but, you know, it's an old movie, but I assume they stayed respectful to it. Oh, it was. There was definitely you know, no disrespect. No there was, references I will say, of Robin there... Williams or anything. Or at least respectfully I say something about his obvious, character. I didn't see know. any obvious references to Robin Williams. Yeah. If they were, they were very subtle. I will say because I mean, did... the man and the character are two different things. But everyone's like, you can't just you can't bring him back in any way. What was what was Robin Williams' character's name in the movie? Was it Alan? Ah, uh, Jim. Jim Manji. asshole. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because you can't really just go straight to Jew. He's Jew. What? Jew Munch. <laughs> yeah, I had to modify. His name was Juman. What? Jumanji. <laughs> what are you doing? Looking for his name? Yes, Alan. Alan Parrish. Actually, you know what? They did have a note. There was a... um. He is referenced in the sequel, the, but the character itself, Alan Parrish. As long as he doesn't show up, I don't care. As long as they just reference them, you know, they don't like 
They know, reference it, and then it. very subtly, they just have like there's a scene where um they're in a they're at, they're at a location, and it, they I'm pretty sure at a location. I love Anthony's descriptions of scenes. they're at a place. Yeah. <laughs> The sky is there. He's like, guys, also guys, guys, ground. guys, guys. Well, I'm trying to pull up the Close information real quick. Now imagine. No, he before he even now. says that, he's like, I'm there going to paint a picture with my words. Well, no, in one of the, in one of the pronouns, verbs, <laughs> various adjectives. What? <laughs> there is a scene where um, one of the characters stays at paint a the location scene for us. What does it, it look is like? It is a uh, jungle ver- forest. Okay. And a cab, and it's almost like a thatched together like floor and like where's the cab where's the cab what happened to the cab cabin oh cabin cabin because i heard him say cab and so when he said cab i had my eyes closed and i was picturing (laughs) this i saw a jungle pop up i like literally it was white right and he goes there was a jungle and the jungle's there right and he goes there's a cab and this and there's the cab and then he goes into some whatever you were saying it's thatchery it's like you say thatchery i like that thatchy like Thatchy. Like, hut, I don't even know how to look hut, at Thatchy. Kind of, what does Thatchy hut, look like? Like, like wood barked type walls, almost like wood, a, wood barked. <laughs> wood bark walls and. <laughs> Name and then, another and then, type and then of bark, a, Anthony. <laughs> and then there's I a margarita station. Covered my oh, hut. Hey dogs. What? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? <laughs> what do you think I said? Margaret Thatcher was there. I I'm losing a margarita it here. station because because that's the, the Margar- one of the character char- one of the Margarita makes, Thatcher was no, there. Margar- <laughs> no margarita is like a margarita drink. The one guy's a okay. We're in Margaritaville. All right, so, continue. So he but he lives at Alan Parr Alan Parrish's house. Right? Alan Parrish is like where when he stayed in Jumanji he had like a. Like when he stayed home. in Jumanji? Yeah, there's like a little like patch like Is it a yeah. Las Vegas hotel and resort now? <laughs> no, it's like Stay it, at the beautiful no, it's like, Jumanji. Like his like right on the hideout strip. sneak away <laughs> <laughs> section in Jumanji. All the waiters Alan Parrish like stayed so the character the casino Parrish guy. <laughs> the casino's fucking rainforest theme. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. Hold on. No, anyway. Um, but no, he makes a mar- but he has margaritas. Like that so like just margarita like station. Yeah. My god, that was amazing. Oh god. What were we talking about before? <laughs> video game video games? <laughs> Jubanji. Margaritaville. No. Um, Margot Robbie. Oh, I did see one thing uh I was gonna bring up, but before we did, I know you were saying you hadn't seen it yet, Brandon. I haven't seen it yet either. Um I'm kind of nervous to try to watch the solo. <laughs> we were trying to watch videos before this show started, and for some reason, YouTube hates my guts, as always. It won't load up all the way. And that's what I'm seeing there. It's not completely loaded. Oh, so we'll man. give it a shot, see, and see what happens. A shot, see? Ready? Is that like Yahtzee, but like with like luck? You're after something. Is it revenge? Money? Or is it something else? You look good. A little rough around the edges, but good. Heard about a job. Big shot gangster putting together a crew. I'm a driver. 
and I'm a flyer. I waited a long time for a shot like this. What do you think? Well, what do you know? You got a line on a ship? Yeah, I know a guy. He's the best smuggler around. I heard a story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me is true. Whoa. <laughs> L3! Let's go with the mean man's face. Who are these guys? If you come with us, you're in this life for good. You might want to buckle up, baby. give you some advice. We assume everyone will betray you, and you will never be disappointed. I got a really good feeling about this. Since when do you know how to fly? 190 years old? You look great. Push it! Surpassed what that. I expected by a lot. <laughs> Here. Uh, oh my god! Wow. For, first, Wookies. First reaction. Wookies. Uh, I was gonna say it looks like Chewbacca is gonna be an action star here. Okay, so this Finally. um this looks to me like <clears throat> we did see that what they're doing with a lot of the Star Wars is where they're decided they're gonna make kind of like what they're doing with superhero films now. Mm-hmm. They want to make genre films in these universes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This looks like uh like a crime caper noirish like Buddy. high action film. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It looks great. This is going to be crazy. This trailer made me far more excited for it. I think this yeah. tra- this film is going we are going to see why it was so heartbreaking. <laughs> when Chewie cries out when Solo gets killed. Oh, Spoilers! In, uh, it's what was it, one, the first like one? Force Awakens. Years, so. Force Awakens. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> four four years, five years, yeah. Fuck you, you ain't seen it? Fuck you. Uh, but yeah, dude. It's a bit aggressive it's, um, to it. It's a bit aggressive there. That's, uh, that's, the I think this is good. look good. Yeah, new characters I think cool. that you're going to see it, though. You're going to see what creates that bond. You know what I mean? They're going to, oh, it's going to yeah. be a good well, I, film. Well, it's a life debt. That's why he... Isn't is, it? Is, have they confirmed that? I don't know. Or was that only in the further in the series, books? like the extended? Because anything that extended, was thrown away. Yeah, it's kind of like a they're rewriting split in the their universe, stuff now. Yeah. That's the whole mm. point of being able to do these. So kinds maybe of it movies. could be a different reason. Wouldn't it be it was... weird if you found out it was Han that had a debt to him, like the other way around? That'd be an great, honor, an honorful type one. Because I, I, it's just so awesome to see like Chewie's family. He's actually in the action. He's part of. Mm-hmm. Because that's one of the things that disappointed me with the last two Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. One, Chewbacca should have been way more important because of what happens. Yeah. Huh? yeah, yeah. And in the second one, he gets even less time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, Chewbacca has been in the back burner for these new movies. That's and been I think, a problem. And I think that's one of the things that they're correcting. They're like, the the reason he's not getting a spotlight is because he doesn't really fit in this story, but you're not going to miss him because go watch this and he's the fucking star. You know what I, I mean? I can't wait, man. And to see 
all the cool extra stuff in the backgrounds, like uh, was did that look like lightsaber type technology? It like the, the, yeah, the vibro, the vi- the it did. It's like ridiculous. A, yeah. blade. Like what are a, they called from Old Knights of the Old Republic? The blades. Oh. What are the because blades? people have been like scouring this trailer, and one of the things someone said is they think they saw a Mandalorian, which would mean they they're gonna embrace that whole storyline. I don't know if you know about the whole Mandalorian wars. The Mandalorians uh, were slaughtered, man. They were, uh, they were in a, a how many hundreds of years war against the the Jedi and. Yep. That's what helped the Sith come back was because of the decimation on that side. So they were able to build up their ranks. Mandalorians that. were the first Something ones like to that. discover what armor that could deflect a lightsaber, and they found they sound blades. like such nerd. We're usually they, really big nerds, but this is where we become they, super the Man- nerds. The Mandalorians, awesome, I think, yeah. didn't they have the technology? Cortosis to- Weave could deflect lightsaber yeah, blades. That's what it was. And they, they could, built vibro swords where vibro they could swords. duel with lightsabers without getting their swords cut in half. Yep. It was like a certain frequency that they could vibrate. That is at what that looked something. like, like some sort of hand thing where it, so blade thing, metal, but it's charged up some, with some stuff like that. Yeah, you might Dude, see this, some sweet Mandalorian stuff. I can't wait. Like, oh, if this, there's, there's a lot of people who oh, are just kind of like, eh, whatever. They're ruining it, or they're doing this and that, and I'm just like, I don't care, dude. Just entertain me and exactly. have fun with that's it. That's the only. That's make, literally make the look, only point this exists is to entertain good. you. And if you can't find entertainment in all of this, yeah. like then this gigantic a, then group, then you don't, then you don't, don't want entertainment. <laughs> you don't deserve <laughs> it. You don't deserve it. How dare you? And I like Anthony, the robot, though. Me. Anthony's reprimanding those fans now. How dare you? I do Dirty like the robot. Lashes. I don't know if he reminded you because you brought up yep. Knights of the Old Republic. He, he reminds you of HK-47. I thought it was him at first. One of the greatest characters H- ever oh invented God, in a video game. It's a psychotic. Did you play the Knights of the Old Republic? No, I never played no. it. Oh, oh. Oh, it's such a classic. I could probably download it for PlayStation in the PlayStation Store. I could check and see if they have it. I love it. I had it yeah. on the Xbox Store. It doesn't age it. well gameplay-wise, but, but the story is still... always Well, it's all about that, dude. Yeah. That's I don't oh, mean... The story's worth I go it. back and play the old, 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 old school games, so yeah. whatever. HK47 was I will say, enjoying it. it. I will say, in video game, video game, like, as well as it's aged, it was yeah. at that weird point where, like, turns and sharp, like, specifics... Are hard as shit, like like gl- like jumping on that one spot, like I have no idea what he's talking. I don't about. either. So <laughs> did you see? Is it available? <laughs> oh no, I didn't. I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> well, like I was he's gonna say, the only thing I really was looking forward to you doing in this next two minutes, you stopped doing, <laughs> and then started just nonsense talking. <laughs> Knights of the Ro- Old <laughs> Republic though was like so big that they built their their. Uh, extended universe around it. I didn't yeah. know that. Wow. Like the entire storyline is behind Darth Malak and Darth Revan, and the the whole storyline revolves around Revan and how he. Uh, there's a break between the two. Malak turns on him, and the whole story Which follows they have what to happens. Do. Yeah, That's it's the, the Sith, Sith way. Story. Yeah, so he's like the main villain, and Revan is this major storyline character. But all of it carries over into the universe. The history of Star Wars still revolves around that. That's like awesome. that's something that they haven't changed, and they probably won't because it's so integral to the plot. I have only read a few old Republic books. Uh, mm. Darth Bane was one of them. See, I never read any um, of the books. And I only that was my the games. that was my only yeah that was my only uh, you know experience or or jump into the world immersion in that that era. 
and I liked it. Like I, I, I love the idea behind it. So I was always yeah. interested in that timeline thing because those books, when you get the books, they at the first page, first two pages, they'd give you this huge timeline of events, yeah, so that you can yeah. see everything that happened. And it was like, uh, how did they measure time by before the Battle of Yavin? The Battle of Yavin, yeah. So it's, it's usually the, like the the BBY or ABY, you know, it's crazy that they even need that. It's, but it's, it's so fucking cool. And so when you get into it, you're like, there's so much really developed. Like there's yeah. a real universe, and not even just universal world. There's history here. This yeah. is cool. So I was going to get into it, and then I just, you know, <laughs> ended up reading this, reading that, yeah. getting off it. But I never played the game. I always wanted to. I always heard it was oh, good, it's but so I good. never played it. It's The thing is, it's it, one of the biggest things about the game is a, just a humongous twist that once you know it, it, it doesn't per se ruin the story. But, I mean, it's something that you have to experience because I remember playing it, and I didn't look anything up. I wasn't yep. trying to read up on it. I just played the game, and it was this the sudden flipped everything upside down in the game and i just sat there and i go this is one of the coolest stories i've ever seen anywhere like on wow, tv in a movie really? i was like this that is amazing good, huh? i didn't see it coming oh, yeah. like yeah i i replayed that story dude that was a roderick st- strong turn oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it's <laughs> nice. really good and, because and the I best part about it part. is is it that it's changes. all role-playing so you can go back and swerve the story in a completely different direction yep. and you can keep swerving all you want and change all of your npc all of your party members you can change their paths if you want to yep so at the end this character could be dead because you made them do this thing and they didn't want or you to, didn't interact enough or you didn't try enough are to you help serious him you could get a jedi companion and then at the end they could be a sith because you convinced because, them you yep. know what i mean like all these different you fuck you out of here them, dude yeah. how come get, i didn't play this game oh it's so good what is it on see them what's it on how can I get this game? Uh, X- I played it on 360. So Three, Xbox. You 360. might even be. Was it only a Microsoft game? No, Is it that was why? a PlayStation game too? Was it? How oh, they not have it? I don't know. I don't know why they never made it. Anthony, answer for Sony. Answer for (laughs) (laughs) Why don't they have it? Call up Jim (laughs) Sony right now. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm just kidding, dude. You don't have to look this up. No, I'm curious. Uh, I wonder if they have an Amazon. I've always been very into that, like the whole lore behind Star Wars and stuff. So that's pretty cool, dude. That's pretty cool that they had that had such an influence that it's sticking around. And and what's so cool you think is... we're gonna see like some of that era, some oh, some maybe so. echoes because isn't yeah. I mean honestly, Old Republic is way before Solo way 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 before yeah and all that but stuff right. Mandalorians are still referenced because Boba Fett wears Mandalorian okay. armor, so I mean it's still around. Obviously, it, it could just be he's he has this old armor from you know, right right true. But I mean that was such a huge part of the history of of star wars they got to reference it at some point or else let us know that the history isn't the same but dude would you guys be into seeing super old shit they like don't going have to old republic stories it stuff was, that have uh, no tie at all to this you know what i mean they well, don't have it on playstation that's what i thought right it's just an xbox nope, thing but you can get it on your phone how can you come uh, on, man? What's that? I'm gonna on your it phone? is turn based. It I mean, is turn based, and I will say yeah. it was simplest enough enough that back then. You Did you download it. it now? Are you downloading it? No, I don't know. I think I want. It is kind of old school though, because oh, I you have to pay for it. Well, it's a game you have the box. Kidding, dude. You could probably find. <laughs> you can't like, just fucking steal that shit. You could probably find it emulated online easily. You probably, you probably could. I mean, um, I'm not saying go ahead and do that, but go ahead and do that. Um, <laughs> and I'm not saying if you have it, send it to me. But I mean, if you have it, send it to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's what I found out cool because I was doing that recently was looking into the history of Star Wars, like yeah. back in that. I didn't know that the Sith was actually a race. Yes, they were yeah. aliens. They were yep. a race. I had no idea, and then I I did know that one. I yeah. looked that up. Yeah, because they were like an alien race, and then eventually, um, what was it? They were they were all imprisoned or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I was trying to look into all this history, but there's so much of it, man. Dude, it's like full on. Oh, like, the Clone Wars alone, trying to go into depth on that. That's when I when to, I was watching through the Clone Wars. It got See, I didn't even like watch that. the show. I was looking up YouTube videos that condensed it for you. Told you all these storylines, and there's just a gigantic storyline about a Jedi and mother. Get fuck! Into, like, I never thought to do that. Dude. Time travel. I would tell you, uh, you can get it on your phone for ten dollars. Nice. Uh, do you remember there was a um, back when Wikipedia was was starting, and it was the whole idea of creating these wikis online. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars had one called Wikipedia. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it still uh, is going. Yeah, it yeah. still is going. It's now called StarWars.Wikia.com. Oh, okay. But they have the timeline of galactic history broken down into sections. Prehistory, Old Republic, Middle Era of the Old Republic, Fall of the Old Republic, Republic, Fall of the Republic, Imperial, New Republic, <laughs> Post-34, Modern Era... What? Yeah, it's pretty sweet, right? So if you go to prehistory, here's a little... We're just going to do a little segment here. It's called Star Wars History. Way back in the day, prehistory. Early prehistory. The universe begins forming. (laughs) The galaxy is formed around a supermassive black hole at its center. The energy source known as the Force is birthed by the wellspring of life. Now, all these things are linked, so if you want to know what wellspring of life is, you click it and it tells you that it is a atmosphere, a type 1 atmosphere in which it's breathable. Uh, the climate is temperate. It's got primary terrains are deserts and jungles. Uh, points of interest, the Valley of Extinction. Oh, okay. Uh oh <laughs> god. Well here here's here's this part that. bro. Here's this part. They they t- they're still holding on to midichlorians. Oh okay. So native species is midichlorians. Hmm. Oh god. <laughs> is it still is that The wellspring canon? of life uh, who knows. The wellspring of life also known simply as the force planet was one of the many such nexuses of power that manifested in the depths of the galaxy. Well, I, I heard a theory about the, the midichlorians that makes way more sense. What? And it's not that the the midichlorians are giving them the force. It's simply a way to measure it because they're attracted to people who attract the force. So all they're doing is, oh, you have an insanely high midichlorian count. It means that they're insanely highly attracted to you. They're just microscopic creatures that leech off your ability. Right. To, they're you not, know what I mean? Yeah. So it, would I'm you like... Okay, I can, I can buy that. I can buy I'll that. buy that. That's way better. So in this <laughs> in this thing, it says uh, biological classification of a midichlorian is sentient. Mm-hmm. Uh, its average length sentient. is microscopic. Uh, distinctions, it communicates with the force. Mm-hmm. Um, it ha- habitates the uh, habitat is the cells of live organisms. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Midichlorians were microscopic, intelligent life forms that originated from the foundation of life in the center of the galaxy and ultimately resided within the cells of all living organisms, thereby forming a symbiotic relationship with their hosts. The Force spoke through the midichlorians, allowing certain beings to use the Force if they were sensitive enough to its powers. 
In order to gauge an individual's potential in the force, blood tests were used to estimate the number of midichlorians within the subject's cells. Oh, okay. So the force that is... That sounds so weird, dude. Like, oh, we'll find out if you're, you've are you got the force, dude. Let's uh take you down to Quest, do some blood work. <laughs> well, like they said, it's, it's more of just a general measurement to tell so how is that powerful still you are. It must be. Is MIDI... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know, dude. When I I remember just going like, wait, what? I wonder what Jar Jar so Binks' uh, midichlorian count is. Oh, did anyone ask ask to see that? What if he like? What if it's like a mandatory test to make sure that you're not like secretly a Sith? Mm, Quora, Quora dot com. Are midichlorians still canon? (laughs) As of February first, two thousand and eighteen. Thank you uh, to Rui Silva, who works at Software Engineering. Uh, For what? Software for. He says yes. He says yes. They are Star Wars. In a manner of fact, that's why. In a manner of fact, that's why Ryan, Ryan Johnson made it so Ray's parents were no one important. Hmm. No, come on, dude. You don't know. That has nothing to do with it. We don't know that they're no one important. Oh, that like could be a opinion. swerve. Yeah. See, see, this guy that works in software. What? So, what does it mean? <laughs> so this one says, uh, "What software yes, even?" But what, what exactly? What exactly? Midichlorians mean is very limited in canon. The only reference to midichlorian in the movies is the brief conversation between Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan. Man, this is old, dude. Come on. You know what? One of Come my on. weirdest, like, uh, favorite things to look up is very similar to the the Wikipedia. Was I don't know if you ever saw those books? They would Pornhub. The... <laughs> <laughs> it's a little thing called Rule Thirty Four. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know what the Rule Thirty Four is. Look it up. Uh, don't, Anthony. We won't hear from him for a month. <laughs> we, he will be gone. He'll come back with one not really strong show, arm, dude. Okay. Not in the middle of the show. Come on. Is it that bad? Oh, it's that bad. Yes. Go on. Yes. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> Text Amber. Do you ever see those uh, visual encyclopedias that they released for like Star Wars? They came out with like fifteen yeah, of them. And it was dude. like ones all robots, yes. and they would like you diagram know you want them. them. All. Oh, I wanted all of them so much, but the awesome. one I literally would sit down like a dork and read mm-hmm. was the aliens one because I just loved the. The, just the made-up garbage physiology things that don't like, make any sense, but you're like, that's cool. Sure, right. you know, why not? That makes sense. I mean, I yeah, don't. like the giant giant worms that eat asteroids in Star Wars that all, they almost got eaten by. Like, mm-hmm. if you think about it, they don't make any damn sense. They shouldn't exist. It, but, none of but, that but makes But please tell sense. me why it makes sense. And they do. And I'm just sitting there like, I'll makes buy sense. it. It's cool. I like it. Makes sense. <laughs> they talk about the, the Minox, the little bat things that live inside them. You fought him in Knights of the Old Republic. This is the nerdiest conversation. That's the point, dude. We That's our show. fought the flying show, bat Minoc creatures on Dantooine in the desert. They yep. would fly around in the caves. Yeah. Remember fucking... in the original Star Wars, they were inside the giant worm. I yep. forget what they're called. No, I... The desert... Yeah, that shit was annoying. <laughs> the complete encyclopedia collection is 8387. Oh, man. Anthony? I'll buy it now. <laughs> One of the things that you would love, Chris, about Knights of the Old Republic, and I forgot, is custom building lightsabers. Yeah, you be you like home. You get to choose all the colors. Dude, what? And you, you get got to choose, choose your path. A, a a dual blade, a single long blade, uh, a long blade, and a short lightsaber, 
or too short, too short, or oh, yeah, too long. It was very like you custom. could just do whatever you want, and you could have them be different colors. You could have one that was really good against Power. other lightsabers. Yep. like you could customize the builds. That that I and love that, that, and every so time much. you leveled up, it was like and it was like role playing in the sense of like you personalize what set what powers you wanted to focus on so if you wanted to keep learning to get better at the force choke and force lightning you just up that but as you're upping the force lightning and more darker sith powers you would yeah. lose your certain abilities on the light side yeah some were like sith powers jedi powers and then some that were just generic force the powers. Gray Je- the gray so jedi. you could be the a gray... jedi that could choke people but it would be like really like you would waste a lot of your energy, like your force points or whatever, mm-hmm. trying to choke people as a good guy, because it's a Sith power. I played one game where I was worked so heavily into the Sith powers that, and then there was a spot like where it would show like you could see your background or like like see your overall, and it would like give the smoke and it would kind of smoke up to whatever side you're you're going to. And if you were like a Jedi and you were really pure in the force, it would be like bright blue light. Very little smoke, and then if you were a dark, it changed Sith, your appearance. Actually, yeah, it changed actually how you were and everything. If you were like a major Sith, your character's face would actually get whiter, and you get the Pale, little like the, the veins. veins. Yeah, I was such cool. a, I was such a hardcore Sith that it would the smoke was just black and just this little red that would just streak around. It was horrible. It was great though. Interesting. Yeah, I liked having a a green and you had to find it, but. You get the silver crystal for the lightsaber. Oh, I never got the silver crystal. It was like just a, like a white one, but really? it was cool. Yeah, I never got that. <laughs> I I liked walking into. I, I gotta liked, get this fucking game. It's really dude. Awesome. what the fuck, man. The, I had it on the Mac. I was playing it. Just be prepared with the graphics. Cool. And oh, stuff I could just get it for PC. Yeah. Fucking oh, yeah. hell! I could probably just get it and download it on here. Yeah, you probably could. Oh yeah, yeah. easily. Did you say it was on Amazon? Um, for older games, I didn't see it for PC on that. I saw the app pop up. I'm gonna probably, look it up. Yeah. You could probably easily um, download it. Yeah. What I thought it was cool was when I was a kid. I really didn't understand it because like open world RPG games are very confusing to a kid that does that's never played one before. Yeah. That's where that's where like when my little brother tried getting into video games. I was trying to explain to him like, oh well, this is how you would go about a sandbox game because if you don't know what you're doing with the turn based game, it, it gets hard. That's kind of oh what, yeah. How well, it definitely has the the uh, high learning curve if you've never played those games before because it was, it was a hybrid mm-hmm. because it has the ability that you could play without ever pausing if yep. you wanted to. It was just a little difficult to stop and switch all of those little things at mm-hmm. the bottom. Like, oh, you want to you know shoot them with a blaster from long range. You know, you got to switch the little tabs. It's easier just to pause it, kind of like Fallout with the yeah. We're getting way too technical. <laughs> but, <laughs> what else is? But was what was cool though is that Anthony's you could like, line nope. up. Well, no, like I got to the point where I want to tell what I was saying. Stop me! I got to stop me. You can you up all when your. When he was so sick, I came up. I buffed up my uh, the four cell power that I'd walk in and just start zapping and sh- taking everyone's life yeah. as they were weak. I then I would hit them with the freaking lightning and kill them off. And I don't know, could you turn them into ash or? They no, burn? No. no. no they just I burn them with the freaking lightning, and then if like <laughs> I was going up another rival je- a rival Sith that would try and come in and kill me, I'd fucking just go to town with them with a lightsaber and fucking just take them out. It was great. <laughs> I loved it. You could even play as uh, and not focus on any of the Jedi yep. stuff if you wanted to 
die repeatedly. <laughs> there actually is an achievement I think you could get back on the Xbox if you don't 360. Use the lightsaber. You do oh, not use so hard. Do not use a lightsaber at all. He's Good like Lord. mission mission challenge accepted. Because you could focus on all blaster related stuff and critical shots and stuff, but fighting the Jedi would be oh it's fucking hard. So frustrating to shoot at Jedi and and Sith. You know, if I had to give because any... in the game, you just they they have like a percentage counter, and so they almost like like fifteen percent of all attacks would like blasters would just get deflected automatically by them. So try playing through all the way through the game, like. Going through a Sith temple against fifteen of them, oh, it was <laughs> horrible. You just can't shoot them. Like, Where the force power attacks no, do multiple at once. Like, <laughs> oh man, I I will say if I had any gripe with that game, it's the first. If you had any what? Grief. Grape. Gripe or grife? Grapes. Grief or grape? Just created a new word. Grape. He did grife. Grife. <laughs> grief and any, grape. Grief and grape. That's his gripe. If I had this game, it would be up until the point Grifes of you. with Anthony. Anthony's grifes. <laughs> it would be up until the point of the racing. Oh, the pod racing The pod part. racing, the very beginning. Because yeah. it was annoying as shit because it's so... Because it's, it's not It's the only time race. you do it. It's the, it was a horrible time in the game. Does it too. matter if you win or lose? Yeah, or you have to Why? win. You have to win it to be able to come. Oh, to go to the next shut part. up! That's the it's worst. It's the only way to save the main character. That and, but you have once to you move and, on and because for. up until that point, you don't have a lightsaber, so all like attacks, you don't have an ability, you don't have a chance to get a lightsaber. It's so the grinding beginning level. The beginning. It's a lot of. And figuring out what doors goes to where. Yeah. So base, but it, it wants you, you to be in it become... and immerse. So basically, you feel like you're living in this world now. Yeah, it drops you right immediately into a like a big city planet where there's a whole political thing going on, and then there's uh, crime gangs under underneath that do racing, and you got to try and infiltrate them. How like, open world is this? Is this open world or no? This you just, is you, like, it, it takes you oh, through it, the story. It's pretty open. It's open world to an extent you could ignore half the game and just go straight through the story but i mean you're losing so much awesome stuff. no i'm saying that. can you just wander around and not do a storyline like can you just kind of okay no it's, it was before they did they got to that part that's what i meant yeah it was early 2000s it's about world. as linear as an open world game can get okay <laughs> so i mean like you open the map there's about five different places to go and that's that's yeah. about it but they uh, have spread out enough and there's enough people to interact with where it doesn't feel like you're being forced on. I totally path. forgot. My favorite part the about gambling? the game is no. <laughs> <laughs> the the gambling was cool. The, gam- the gambling and the, like the trying what to like the attempt fuck? to bet. What? No, what were you saying? No, I was gonna say you actually get your own <laughs> ship. Yeah. And then you get a. It, this is their version of open world. Was you, you know you have to go to these five different planets mm-hmm. to get five different things like different missions. Oh, nice. But they're let you do it in whatever order you feel like. Yep. So yeah, that was cool. And unique. they would affect. Yeah, because if you did this planet and that storyline finished and you went here, they would talk about what happened. They might actually change their their, you know, storyline a bit based on yep. oh, this already happened. Like you went and destroyed this uh Sith place on did this you... planet and you go play this mission next, they'll actually talk about it. Like it changes enough that you feel like you're actually changing the All I'll say story is, line. did you get the package in the mail? <laughs> That you what the did you open it? No, 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 no. About, on the ship, did you open the package? All I'm gonna say that is, spread. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get my package in the mail? <laughs> no, no, no. It's Brandon kind of a Star exa- Trek reference. Is it really? Well, if you if you just open this mysterious package and on your ship, um, you find out that it's a like a creature 
that yep. keeps multiplying and showing up all over the ship. And Me I was seeks. like, it's kind of like a, a Tribble sort of a tribble. thing. You know, for the furry things from Star Trek, they just kept multiplying. All I didn't, them. yeah, I never saw it. You never heard of Tribbles? No. Oh. <laughs> no Trouble with Tribbles is like one of the most famous Star Trek episodes. No. Neither of Regular you? Star Trek, Next Generation, what is it? It's a mainstay. It was even in the new ones. Oh, that, so that's a big deal? Like, this is a thing that happens? I'm what kind is of it? shocked what that is you it? guys have never heard of it. It's kind of like, like bed if, bugs in space. Is it like the, sp- the space bed bugs? It was, it was an episode where... I forget who it was, but one of them got this thing. They just thought it was cute, and it was literally just a ball of fur. There was no features to it, Did it make and it just made noise oh, okay. and vibrated. And they were like, "Oh, it's adorable." <laughs> but by the end of the episode, they their ship was gonna like explode because there were literally millions of them. They 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 like <laughs> reproduced. Yeah, reproduced at such a rate, like in literally hours, they were overrun. By what them. did they do? Feed them past midnight. It, that's just naturally their physiology. Got water on them you or just, something? They just multiply. That's why they were like, people were trying to sell them to them because they're nuisance animals. Like, you don't leave them alone. You don't, like, <laughs> let them do that because they almost died from it. So, it's just a... <laughs> I never heard of that before in my yeah, life. Yeah, there's, like, a scene where he, like... Oh, they, that's what I was thinking of, is there's actually a scene in a different <laughs> series where they jump back in time uh-huh. to that episode. So they're actually walking around in the Get background out, really? of the Trouble with Tribbles episode, and you find out that they're actually the ones that saved the day from the Tribbles because the ship would blow up otherwise. I was tr- what? crossing that's these crazy. Star Trek's nuts, but I can't believe you never heard of Tribbles no, before. No, that's insane, dude. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of that before, dude. It's It's like a big Star Trek thing. It's like as big as like... I don't know, the Klingons and the Borg and all that. And live long and prosper. Yeah. I've never heard of a Tribble. <laughs> you should look, yeah, tribble, just look up the colon, original episode. Trouble with Tribbles. Colon, the bed bugs of space. <laughs> I like that. But that's what, a, that's. I assumed you understood that that was kind of the reference. No. Nice. Yeah, it's like these little creatures that kept multiplying. That was such annoying to shit to keep get Keep going to run around and killing them or something. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So let's move on. <laughs> um, what you got? I have two updates. Update number one. I don't know if you got to listen to last week's episode, uh, oh, Brandon. Is there more? But yes, uh, oh, the good. last episode we. I love how he always assumes I know he knows what we're talking about, and he gets all excited <laughs> like or he does whatever, and he has no like, clue oh, what we're talking about. None. This is good. If this no, is what I think, it it's is. Not, it's not. It's totally not. No. No. The hell. Totally not. And then he gets all mad at you, like you're the, the one doing it on purpose. Like, what the fuck? Like, like you're like, oh, you know what? I re- gambling. <laughs> no, not gambling, dude. Chill out. Just let people talk. So last episode, we were talking about uh, these little things that kind of kids learn as kids, like these little games, yeah. these little sing song things. Oh, okay. Don't pretend. Yeah, no. Mama had a baby. Mama had a baby. I know exactly what you were thinking. No, Mama about. had a baby. I thought this was like an update on that, and that. I love that. I don't know what you're talking about. So he he just sounds like a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, he just starts going. Yeah, Mama had a baby. <laughs> Mama had a baby. If no one knows what we're talking about, he sounds like he's insane. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> so we were talking about basically how there's those games that you play as kids that, uh, like you pick the little the the, the uh, what is it the fucking dandelion, dandelion thing. Yeah. And mama had a baby yeah. and its head popped off. Um, 
other little things like do you remember doing the ge- ge- uh, geometric looking s with those lines and then yeah like, i remember thing? kids doing that yeah yeah okay so this is I used close to, to three cubes. generations. I think you and I could be considered maybe somewhat <laughs> no, in the learned. same generation, we, but Anthony's not our generation. Like he's yeah. younger. Well, yeah. we learned. I bet the, you. Did you check with your brother and sisters? Well, no. You were supposed to. That was your homework. Anyway, we found out though that this is a thing. Like yeah. it's it's it, it is something that is known, not just all around our country, but they did it in England. Hmm. And good friend of the show, Mike Thompson, says that they did that. In Australia, side note, he says, because we were talking about something earlier that had to do with history creeps. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he says, side note, the head popping thing with the dandelions, that was totally a thing in my school in the 80s. I can't remember our exact phrasing, but it was definitely around. And he calls it uh, pre-internet meme. (laughs) <laughs> which it is dude it's like a pre-internet meme or the, it's like the it's like the the tide pods of before internet no well, that's not true there, no, was, there was stupid no. shit that was tide pods before internet but. breaking the thumb well, for one dandelions is that ed- are edible so uh but what's weird <laughs> to me people eat dandelions all the time. mama had a baby i mean you don't pluck them off the ground and eat them but yeah yeah uh what's weird to me is like if the time period serves me correct like how would Cross like oceans like that. People weren't regularly That's on the internet. My fucking thing, dude. Why is this How? a thing? How is why is this yeah. a thing? This must have it had to have been a pop culture thing at some point, a phenomenon maybe in the sixties, fifties. I don't know where yeah. it became a. Is it now a, a world thing, thing? Maybe that might explain. I don't why know. People bro. saw the graffiti. Oh, you mean a, the S thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant yeah. The, the popping the heads off thing. Oh, I, I just was like. But that's my point. Same, like same all of way. these, you got to figure out like where could they have like figured this out from? I just don't know, dude. But so anyway, the update that I wanted to bring to the table was it happened in Australia as well, as that's well as far crazy. back as the eighties. So we know as far back as the eighties they were doing that uh, in Australia. I told you my mom sure. was doing it. Yeah, nobody cared about your mom. That's why we didn't bring so, it up. Mama had a baby. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yes. Basically. Yes. Uh, the next update. I have a Stan Lee update. Oh, have you guys okay. seen the most updated news on this now? He no, released a video. No, no. no. He releases a video because he's got to set the record straight. Because he's pissed. Pissed off. Here you go. This is what he says right here. Mr. Stan Lee, dude. Look how old he's looking I feel too, like I'm man. I'm FaceTiming him. We are FaceTiming him. Uh, Stan, you there? If you could, just start telling Anthony what you think about him. Go ahead. Hi, this is Stan Lee. I just want to set the record straight about a document that I heard is floating around, which is totally incorrect, inaccurate, misleading, insulting, and I don't know how many more words I can say about it. Apparently, it was written by Tom Lawless, an attorney that I had hired for just a few days, and then I dismissed him. And he got together with someone else, and they're publishing this document, which supposedly I signed, which claims that my daughter and her friend are doing horrible things, doing horrible things to me, and I guess to the rest of the world. Well, I just want to mention, my relationship with my daughter has never been better, and my friend Kia Morgan also and I have a great relationship 
and anybody who is saying anything negative about us or about them suing me or me suing them is just spreading lies and unfortunately we seem to live in this sort of environment where anybody can say a lie about anybody and it immediately gets published and it gets transmitted and millions of people read it, see it and believe it. So I want to say as definitely as I can my relationship with my lovely daughter JC is wonderful. My relationship with my good friend Kia Morgan is great. We're best friends. In fact, he's tape, uh, taping this for me now. That there is nothing bad I can say about my daughter or about Kia. I j just cannot understand what would make seemingly normal people like this attorney that I mentioned go out on a limb with lies the way he has done and force me <coughs> excuse me and force me to make a speech like this for which there should be no need everything in my life is going the way I wanted to my friends are my friends, my daughter is my daughter and I'm beginning to learn who my enemies are. And that's really all I can say now. I don't, I'm not a lawyer, I don't know what I should be saying, but everything I've said up to this moment is God's truth. And remember the macular degeneration, Stan, anyone? Oh, the hell with that. <laughs> oh, the hell with that. It's good to see him, though. So there you Damn. go. He's still kicking. Barely, bro. Dude, oh, homie I, is barely kicking in there. Like it's not rough. Not even to like get into it or anything. I don't want to be that old for one. Yeah, but I agree. If I were that old, God, like he looks good for that age. I mean, you gotta imagine how many years. This Apparently, guy's been he around. was just at a con. He went to a con. Yeah. this past weekend or something like and that. And people are like upset that he's still doing it because he doesn't look good. But I mean, if he wants to go, yeah, and he doesn't look good. It's him. I, I feel mean, like we heard from his own. I, th I feel like we've heard from his own voice. My yeah. life is going exactly as I want it to go right now. Yeah, I, he clearly yeah. wasn't reading off of anything. He no. was just talking he off was of the being from truthful. His heart. He's being honest. So, so there we go. Uh, awesome. Maybe he was Good. going through some shit and he didn't know how to deal with it. His family came in to, to take care of him and make sure no one else took advantage of him. And now he's just basically setting the record straight. Yeah. He's okay. He's alive. He's not being held captive. Uh, but yeah, that's the, that's the word straight from his mouth. I'm, I'm glad to Unless see that we he's, find he's out good. That's like a super awesome, like, uh, weekend at Bernie's performance. It's a life model decoy. <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> What's weekend of Bernie's about? Weekends. I've. Weekends. I only know. I just want to. You tell me what weekend of, of Bernie. Weekends at Bernie. It's about weekend two guys uh -huh. who end up killing their boss on accident. Okay. And they play puppeteer and they make him look alive. Close. I almost, only know the, the most. What I've learned from Weekend at Bernie's is not from Weekend at Bernie's. It's from How Much Your Mother. <laughs> the play Weekend at Bernie's. It's, isn't oh, it weird God. that there are generations that keep doing that? Where it's yeah. it's like. It is. 
they I learn, get your reference from it being referenced. Yeah, they learn a reference from something that was referenced off of a reference. Like, Which makes me think, like, if if these kids <laughs> hear something like reference, like Seinfeld, right? Mm-hmm. So they decide, let me check that out. So they watch Seinfeld, but on Seinfeld, they're referencing their pop culture from the, the not, 60s yeah, and yeah. 50s. Does that make you want to go? What the hell are they talking about now? I gotta look that up. Is there well, a rabbit? Is that. there a rabbit hole that exists? That I don't know. In that respect, I can Good. tell you it was kind of funny because it happened to Dominic a little bit. What do you mean? He was watching Big Mouth, and they have a couple of Seinfeld references in it. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's the one where they uh they make it sound like where they are each like a different. They are in an apartment, and the one guy busts in like Kramer. <laughs> yeah. And um. And then they also have a scene where they're trying to figure out, and they're like, what is this? And it zooms in on them in a cafe, and they're all sitting around the table going, what's a mons? And it's, oh, they're, they're, very, they're, they're very, very, they, they, it was funny, spot on. So my little brother was like, I was watching Seinfeld. Very, very, very funny. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then Dominic's like, well, I was watching Seinfeld, and it was actually kind of funny, because I see it now, and I'm like, so he was watching Seinfeld. Yeah. That's funny, dude. How old is he now? 13? 13. Well, turning 13. 13 year old watching Seinfeld. It's weird. It's weird. It is weird. I'm still watching. I love watching it. Animaniacs is a good example. That show. Uh, there you go. At its yes. the height of its popularity. Every they minute were making, was a reference. They were making jokes about people from the 20s. And little kids did not get it, but they no. still enjoyed the cartoon. I didn't get half the jokes, mm-hmm. you know? Nope. They would constantly reference, like, uh, what was his name? Merle uh, Street. Merle Street. <laughs> I, is it a person? Merle Street? Is that, is that something? Merle. Merle Street. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I thinking of something very different? Is Dude, there a no. person? No, Merle. Merle. I was thinking of Milton Burl. <laughs> and I was getting it. I was dyslexifying it <laughs> but that's way better oh. <laughs> Merle Streep <laughs> is that someone is that something uh, Meryl Streep is a, is a female is actress a yeah yes that's awesome <laughs> that's what I meant <laughs> no idea what oh, I was thinking God. about before that now yeah, that's <laughs> all gone that's great I'm just picturing what Merle <laughs> Streep would look like oh. I see Milton Burl wearing Mer- Merle Streep's <laughs> wig and clothes because I think that was Milton Berle's thing was he was a cross-dress. He was a comedian, but his thing was he would dress like a woman, I think, a lot. Yeah. He, Uncle Milty, they called him. A lot of comedians like a, kn- knew him. I guess that was a character or his thing. Is, his shtick was Uncle Milty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that he was just an old comedian. Uh, I think I knew about the drag stuff because it was a lot of like Bugs Bunny style yeah, comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like that kind of old school stuff. Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> with the, <laughs> the the kazooies and sounds and shit waka like that. waka yep but seriously um so anyway yeah those are the two things that i saw to bring up and then i saw this a couple of crazy things so first did you guys see this bullshit and fuck you i'm not doing this Uh oh. i don't know that i'm gonna fly ever again did you see what just happened what's that so a southwest Airlines jet apparently blew an engine at about 30,000 feet and got hit by the shrapnel that smashed a window and damaged the fuselage Tuesday. It sucked a woman out the window. Passengers had to hold on to her and pull her back in. By the time they landed, they rushed her to the hospital, but apparently she died. Uh, Yeah, 
and, and injuring seven others. A plane, uh, the plane, what a twin-engine Boeing seven thirty-seven, bound from New York to Dallas with one hundred and forty-nine people aboard, made an emergency landing in Philadelphia just before noon. As passengers breathing through oxygen masks that dropped from the ceiling said their prayers and braced for impact. I just remember holding my husband's hand and we just prayed and prayed and prayed, said a passenger, Amanda Borman, on New York, uh, of New York. And the thoughts that were going through my head, of course, were about my daughters just wanting to see them again and give them a big hug so that they wouldn't grow up without parents. Jeez. Fucking what the fuck? Yeah, dude, right? Everybody was crying and upset, this one person said. Um, she was seated near the back and was asleep when she heard a loud noise and oxygen masks dropped. She said the plane was fairly quiet because everyone was wearing a mask. Everybody was crying and upset. You had a few passengers that were very strong and they kept yelling to people, you know, it's okay, we're going to do this. Uh, passenger Marty Martinez went on Facebook Live while wearing an oxygen mask. He posted, something is wrong with our plane. It appears we are going down. Emergency landing. Southwest flight from New York City to Dallas. After the plane landed, he posted photos of the broken window near his, his the left engine. Everyone started yelling to brace for impact as the plane came in for a landing. Uh, the passengers clapped and praised the pilot after the aircraft touched down. Holy shit. Yeah, they were That's using. A, they she said she saw the emergency workers using a defibrillator uh, to help a woman who had been taken off the plane. That's damn. fucking crazy. But yeah, dude, yeah. I see that shit, and I'm like, "Fuck you! I'm not gonna fly again." The fuck? Still, statistically, I know. God damn it! That's creepy, <laughs> man. That's scary, dude. Yeah. The way know. I think of it is, though, like, uh, th- the difference between, you know, driving and flying as far as what's scary is you know who's going to be flying the planes. <laughs> you know, the guy next to you, <laughs> the, the you know, junkie slob or whatever, you know, whoever it could be that's next to you, some idiot who doesn't know how to, to fly a plane, isn't flying the planes around you. That's why I'm like... Right. You know what I mean? I die half, you know, half a dozen times on the way here to the podcast because people just drive like idiots constantly. So, I mean, it's like you don't get that with planes. That's true. (laughs) If there's one asshole pilot, they're just like, yeah, get rid of that guy. (laughs) He's driving drunk and texting. (laughs) Driving a plane. Flying. That was the problem. He wasn't even in the air. (laughs) He's on the the I-90. He was Dude, trying circles. to make an exit. Passengers, please <laughs> brace for landing like you haven't taken off. <laughs> the other cool thing I saw in the news was uh, a 13-year-old boy and an amateur archaeologist helped to uncover a unique stash of lost treasure Ooh. thought to be associated with the legendary Danish king, Harry Bluetooth. And his name is Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Like, for real. <laughs> uh, so here's the deal with Bluetooth. Apparently his symbol for Harry Bluetooth um, when you combine it, is the Bluetooth symbol. Weird. That's the H and that's the B. When you put them together, it's Bluetooth. 
that's where we got Bluetooth symbol for was because of this this Danish king. Did you uh, know that? No. So we found some of his treasure. Lost treasure, yeah. That's the, a cool. kid and a thirteen year old kid and an archaeologist I uncovered it. Look kids at it. walking by the check it. it. Looks like a bunch of coins. Some it looks like maybe a bracelet or a necklace, whatever that is. Oh wow. Hype. So like, he discovered he's just walking down the street. This is just like, parts of it, too. He's on his phone just looking at the Bluetooth settings, and this weird-ass just symbol pops up. He's like, I'll connect. The What's weird about, uh, I don't know if it's weird or anything, but it's like finding that treasure gets you nothing. No. Like, you'd get no monetary value from that. It gives you like 15 that, minutes of fame, basically, Yeah, right? something like that. At the most, you could maybe pawn it off on somebody who doesn't know what it is. Right. But in general, you just have to donate it because it's or you go generally black worthless. You go yeah. black market because collectors pay all kinds of money because yeah, you, yeah. I think technically it's illegal to sell. You have to, you're mm-hmm. some, don't you? You have to give it up to museums and shit. Or keep you can keep it as a collector, or you have like what's the deal I think with you that? You can keep it, but you're not allowed to sell it, right? Because it's it's like an archaeological Something. thing. I, I, I I'm not sure. So Rene Shong and his student Luca, wow, Malashnichenko, uh, <laughs> Malashnichenko, uh, are reported Smith. to have been yeah are reported to have been scouring a field with metal detectors in January on the German island of Rugen. I hope I'm not killing it, uh, close to Denmark in the Baltic Sea when they chanced upon what they believed to be a piece of aluminum. Only on closer inspection did they realize it was silver. Aluminium, as they would say. <clears throat> yeah, thanks <laughs> thanks to their find, archaeologists from the state of Mecklenburg, western Pomerania, embarked on the excavation of the 400-square-meter site last weekend the excavation uncovered more than 600 coins and pieces of silver including jewelry neck rings it was a neck ring brooches Mm. pearls and a thor's hammer dating back to the late 10th century all right so i have a i have a report for us right here (gasps) mjolnir beautiful so on home.bt.com our favorite legal metal detecting find so an article says, metal <laughs> detector treasure hunting, what, what happens if you find something? Oh, there you go. Good call. There we oh, go. Okay. Uh, what can you do? Oh, I thought you had the info. answer. So, Come on. I'm pulling it up. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Do Once it. a find is reported, the coron- the paraphrase, the coroner, the coroner will then conduct an investigation coroner? to decide whether a heart uh, hoard constitutes treasure or not. Hoards constitute is, treasure? If it's determined to be a treasure, then the treasure value committee will set a price for it and the owner is required to offer it up for sale to a museum. Why do you need a coroner? I think a coroner would be the one, someone that... I know what a coroner is, but why would you need one for treasure? But they have to conduct <laughs> the investigation. I didn't know that that was a coroner's job description, too. Come on. Is it for real? That's Figure what, out the are you re- how this hobo died, but also doubloons. An official who <laughs> investigates violent, sudden, or suspicious deaths. Right. But what does a coroner have to do with treasure? With, um, with Mjolnir. Did you read it wrong? No, I read that shit right for word. The, let me see. The, the, let me see. I just want to make link. sure it's the word. <laughs> like no offense, but you could just be mispronouncing it. I don't know. That's true. It's a coroner. That's weird. See, you guys doubt me. <laughs> we do doubt you. D- 
it's only. I want to be a coroner then. now, except for the dead bodies part. <laughs> You're gonna be like, can I? Like, no, no, no. I don't want to be the dead body guy. I want to do the doubloons. Can I do the doubloons? <laughs> can I? How do, do I get hooked up with National Museum of History? Can I do the Pirates of the Caribbean they, part they of you being up, a they coroner? They set you up with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Um, right. Last thing that I saw in the news that I thought was kind of cool, you guys might think is cool. Uh, is it mad? No, no, we're not going to do mad news this episode. Sorry. Scientists <laughs> hope new enzyme will eat plastic pollution. Did you see this? I heard about this. Oh, yeah, Scientists yeah. have accidentally developed a plastic eating enzyme that may be used to combat one of the world's worst pollution problems. So they created this shit, and apparently that's what it does. It eats it. Yeah, have you you. But seen what happens? The... Like, where does it? What happens? Do you know what I mean? Because if you're gonna eat something, it still mm-hmm. has to go somewhere. It doesn't just. Well, just enzymes whatever. would just convert it into its base. I would imagine its base chemical compounds. So I mean, oxygen, carbon. I have no idea. Like whatever plastics made out of, I'm not a chemist. Well, let's find out. <laughs> Here we go. Well, there's millions of times. Ty- find millions, out. Find out if there's a coroner involved. There's tons of <laughs> kinds of plastics. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, it turns out that the uh, the Department of Tra- Transportation Secretary well, is in charge. Still, of though, though, I have it right here. Plastics, no, 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 no. plastic, make it possible. Dot com. But here's the thing. No, but here's the thing. It's not. It's only uh, bottle. Like bottle plastics, like pop bottles, or or like oh, that's, uh, that's, the, only that's the only plastics it, it eats. All like simple plastics. Yes. But have okay. you seen the the? But f- that's just a step forward yeah, because you know forward. there's like a fucking island in the middle of the Pacific that's nothing that. but plastic and garbage. Have that's you all seen it is. the pictures of that? It's I yes. did a whole terrifying. report and project on it. Yes, it's disgusting. <laughs> no, I have. I was. Wait I, was <laughs> I was working as that as my undergrad project. I believe there's education. a comic book. I. I might have the first volume. I can't remember if I got it. I remember that the the thing was that uh, it was like the near future, and the the garbage heap was so massive and so solid that you could it was an island you could walk on it. So somebody like took it over. Like, what happens if you're like this is a sovereign land now? We've technically built it. It it's here. It's it's kind of permanent now. Like, interesting. My project was having kids create That'd comic cool. books based on uh, the pollution. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's actually kind of where my project was. Nice. Yeah. It's it's it terrifying that though. Big, that big. But I mean, if they if they have the ability to sail a boat out there and dump out this enzyme and it just Start deteriorates it, at it, and it doesn't destroy anything else, you never know what happens if this thing you know gets out of control, starts eating fish. <laughs> We kill so, off the planet with yeah, this. Yeah, that's thing. the thing. Like, we need to test all the variables that could happen yeah. before you decide to let loose on some shit like that. You know what I mean? And again, it's not all bottles that are uh, that are taken. You know, that are out there. Like, it develops into different versions of this enzyme, yeah. and then it becomes sentient <laughs> and then it takes <laughs> over. And then it starts uh, mimicking what it's eating, so it becomes plastic and takes form, starts yes. stalking us. Dude, can you imagine that's the next fucking, that's going to be the next kaiju coming out of the ocean is this fucking enzyme that's just a giant plastic bottle. You're like, I don't know how to feel. (laughs) Like, it's not that scary, but it's weird as shit. Spout ends on the bottom, so it looks like he's just got a little schlong hanging off the bottom (laughs) of the plastic 
Pull my tab. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening to Harley Awesome Podcast, guys. That was another week. Uh, we will see Shit, you next wait, week. Hold on, Before wait, we go quick, on, though, real quick, did you know? Oh, Jesus Scott, Christ, this kid. Listen, Scott came before reggae. No, it didn't work. I'm gonna bleep that out. <laughs> Asshole. Five, four, three, two, one. And on that note, <laughs> this has been hardly awesome podcast. Uh, Anthony, you want to promote anything before we move on? Uh, yeah, I'm doing a new podcast called Vinyl Divers. It's on iTunes, Stitcher. Overcast, Pod Bay, sure. all that fun stuff. Go <laughs> check it out. Sweet. On the website also. Sweet. Brandon. Still putting up your artwork, Brandon? Uh, when I can. I am working on something right now. Sweet. Uh, uh, set I, I came up with Pokemon Horror. So oh, yeah. There's some interesting ideas. Is that Where what? can they see that? Where can they see samples? Uh, Mr. Fuller22 on Instagram. I just post uh, posting stuff on there every once in a while. Uh, I also want to say look forward to Hardly Caping. Oh, that's that right. Working on. Uh, the first episode we covered WrestleMania and WrestleMania Weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe the next episode we're covering the WWE uh, Raw SmackDown Shakeup. Yes. Uh, and so those should both be up on iTunes in the next week or so. So look for that. Uh, but yeah, we're going to do a, a wrestling wrap-up coverage of, uh, of, of wrestling. Yeah, just sort of a casual discussion of what's going on in wrestling. And, uh, you know. Spin-off of Hardly Awesome, it's Hardly Kayfabe. Uh, oh, there is one more thing. Anthony, did you know that... No, seriously, did you know that ska came way, way before reggae? This is Chris Chavez for Anthony Mullen, Brandon Fuller. This is Hardly Awesome Podcast. See you guys later. Peace. It's good. Next time on the Hardly Awesome Podcast. This is this, this is, is really your chance to uh, make him look really good. He's going to come back and be like, what the hell was this? I don't remember <laughs> saying this. It's because you were on. <laughs> so we Aaron, have you ever seen the guy that's um we were gonna show Chris. Yeah. But it's a guy on YouTube where he sings every song to Smash Mouth. Yes. Chris has shown me that before, yes. Oh Chris oh, has shown you. Oh okay. So I guess we're not gonna show him. Oh, I wanted to see if he'd ever seen that before. I just introduced introduced it to Brandon's life. You probably introduced it to Chris's life. I probably did. You're welcome then. Yeah, thank it's like you. I Kevin Bacon did there. <laughs> <laughs> I told him to stop that nonsense when he showed it to me. It's great. <laughs>